What's going on, everybody? This is Joshua Bishop, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure will help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and we have a cup full of pumpkin spice latte for you, because hey, October is right around the corner now. This is the end, this is the last episode of September, and we're brought to you by the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. So check out all the great shows, such as All Beer Inside, The European Uppercut, The Tuts Experience, Luchat, CFL Easy Picks, What's on Fight, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on, Siren, FM, TTN at the Movies, Shut the Fuck Up, and my other show, Hangin' with Heavy. And please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Podbean, wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. And on this episode, we have a little bit of a preview of an uh, event coming up here next month. As you know, October, like I said, is coming up when, you know, pumpkin spice latte season for all you basic bitches out there. But we have the DBI, the Dustin Batdorf Invitational. It's the, the sixth version or the sixth annual DBI, uh, Dropkick Addiction. And it is a community event to promote drug awareness. It'll be Saturday, October 14th, 2017 at the Rock Gym and Activity Center in Canal Fulton. That is 709 Elm Ridge Avenue, Canton, or not Canton, Canal Fulton. Doors will open up at 5 o'clock and event seating at 6 with a bell time at 7. You can get all the information about the DBI at facebook.com slash Dustin Batdorf Invitational. There's going to be costume contests, food, raffle prizes, and of course, live pro wrestling. Tickets are $15, and that also includes five raffle tickets. Kids also get in free. Group rates are available. Please call 330-323-76054 info on that. And I know that's a lot of info, a lot of things to talk about when it comes to this particular event. And, you know, I became a independent wrestling fan in 2011. And, and I believe in 2012 it was the first DBI happened. So this event has been around as long as I've been a fan. And for whatever reason, I couldn't make it to any of them. I think I maybe I, I didn't know much about the first one. And then when the second one came around, I know I was busy. And then there was years of there. I was over the road and whatnot. And I know one of the one of the years, uh, two or three was the same night as a prime wrestling show. You'll hear about that a little later in the episode when there was a wrestler by the name of Matt Mason who had a double booking. He worked the DBI and then he was going to come up to Cleveland for a show. And that got totally ruined. That got totally thrown out the window. And it sucked. Sucked that it happened to such, such a great guy. But um, the meat and potatoes of the show, the, the bigger show of the show or whatever, the interview section, I got four wrestlers who are part of the DBI. They've been evolved since day one. And they would be none other than No Shame, Jimmy Shane, Robbie Starr, Dark Star, Matt Taylor, and Juice Jennings. In that order of recording, and also in that order here on this episode, you're actually, it is chronologically of how they were recorded, and I figured it's kind of a nice step-by-step, and I like how uh, I started with Jimmy Shane, a guy that I, I know a lot about, and I ended with Juice Jennings, a guy that I've got to know a little bit more over the last year. I don't know that much about Matt Taylor and Robbie Starr. I mean, I've been watching OCW a lot more, and I've been following them that way, but we've had very little interactions personally, but I've had a lot more with the other two, so you're, you're going to hear that in the interviews of me being able to have better conversations with Jimmy and Juice. But, you know, this this interview happened at an OCW show in Canton, which I don't think I have down exactly when it was. It's the last OCW show I talked about, and it was at the Buzz Bin in Canton. So a couple couple notes before we ever we actually get into that that part of the show is the Buzzbin. If you've never been to it, is basically like an arcade and uh, pinball type bar. 
where there's a bunch of the pinball machines, a bunch of arcade machines here in the venue. And I got thrusted into this corner, or I got put into this corner. Thrusted sound good at first, but then now I don't know if that was right. But I got I got put into this this corner to do these interviews, which is fine. It was actually perfect. There was a, it was had a, it was booth seating, and I had a, a nice table to put all my equipment on, and it, it worked out fine. Well, there's still a lot of the background noise. You're going to hear it. Uh, I can't get all of it out, and so it's if it, if it bothers you, I'm very sorry, but that's kind of the predicament I was put in, and I th- I think it comes out just fine. You probably get to hear certain. There's a machine there, really close to us, that kind of played the same melody on repeat. And it wasn't the exact same one. It was like maybe a couple of different parts that sound different, and then it was just a repeat, so you hear it. And um, that comes off comes off in the episode, so I'm very, very, very sorry about that. But since we're talking about them, since we're talking about OCW, and a big shout out to all the wrestlers at OCW for what they do for the the show at the buzz bin which actually was supposed to be an outdoor show and then because rain was kind of off and on that day they decided to bring it in so they had an impromptu indoor bar show and came off very well and a big shout out and thank you to uh, sherman tank of ocw who granted me access to come in and do these interviews and this is this is a kind of the honest person i am if i go to a show i'm gonna pay for a ticket i've never once asked for a free ticket i mean i won't turn it down but i've never turned down a free ticket i got there so early they weren't asking for tickets or if your name was on the the pre-order list so i get in there i set up everything and i happen to go in and out a couple times and then after a while they actually set up someone at the door well this person has seen me walk in and out they never they don't ask me again i mean they don't even ask me i could have went to the show for free but i'm happy that i paid money to ocw and just like i paid for money for this coming saturday i actually just bought them uh the day of this recording but the wayne county WrestleFest with special guest ecw wwe and tna legend al snow this saturday september 30th 2017 was actually this releases on friday so tomorrow september 30th and it'll be at the midwest community center 100 Curzon Road in North Dalton, Ohio. Tickets will be available at the Midwest Community Center and at ocwrestling.net. $10 pre-sale, $12 at the door. A $35 family four-pack. You can only get an advance only. Doors open at 6.30. First bell is at 7. And we've had, there's been a couple matches announced as of right now. And I looked a little prior to recording. So if I'm not up to date as of when this gets released, I'm sorry. But as of right now, we have four matches announced. And we will start with Electric Jake Eli versus Jackson Argos. The new OCW Women's Champion will defend her title. That would be Laura Loveless versus Ava Rice Gloom. No shame, Jimmy Shane, who you'll hear later on this episode, versus Grant Andrews for the OCW Ohio Heritage Championship. And the OCW Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. Dark Star Matt Taylor versus none other than Al Snow. I know other things that have been that have gone on in OCW lately. The tag team titles have changed hands. The Dirty have lost the titles to the new champions, the champions who regain them, none other than the Flying Stars, Flying Ryan Burke, and Robbie Starr. As of right now, these are the only matches that have been announced, so if more get announced between now, because this is Tuesday evening when I'm recording this, and this episode will be posted at midnight uh, Friday morning, so probably going to be some other matches announced. But the way I look at it is it's... If you get the tickets in advance, or even you you get them at the door, $12, $12 to meet or uh, be in attendance. I should say you probably have to pay more to meet Al Snow. I'm not a huge Al Snow fan, but to have him come to this area, a guy who, the way I've described it, is who's sponsored most of independent wrestling right now with collar and elbow, and it'll be fun to have him here in Northeast Ohio, have him in Dalton, Ohio, and it's, I believe this is uh, OCW's first time in Wayne County, and it's going to be a great show, and people that are on the flyer, Flying Ryan Burke and Robbie Starr are on there, obviously Jackson Argos, Jake Ely, which I think I pronounced it later or earlier, Eli, I'm so used to saying that, but recently I've heard it pronounced Ely, so apologize for for that, that mix-up. You have also, like I said, Grant Andrews, No Shame Jimmy Shane, Oh, another match that has been announced, 
and I apologize for for not putting it on here or not uh, uh, mentioning it. I just haven't seen a graphic for it, so it completely slipped my mind. But we are going to see two OCW students from the OCW Wrestling Academy. I believe it's called Spinebreaker U. Chuck the Truck Morris versus Gino DeCapo. Personally, I am I am a fan of Gino, and uh, when I when I did get the chance to speak with him, I mentioned, "Hey, you need to get on social media." I know he has a Facebook, but Gino, you need to get on Twitter. Please do this. I love it when I see wrestlers get on Twitter or get on Instagram, so it's easier when I'm promoting these shows to tag you in it and and to get the word out about your show, and so people also know who you are. So that is five matches that we have for the show. Maybe there there'll be more. Maybe not. I will be in attendance, and actually next week's episode, we are going to do a first time thing here on Wrestling Cheers, and since we do cover a lot of different parts of the Northeast Ohio area. Normally, me and myself and Caden do the live tweeting. When we're at AIW, we tag team it, so we come on here and we do the preview and we do the review. Well, this is a little different. We're no preview really for what he's doing. You get a little preview right here, but I'm not going in depth. There is just kind of encompass into the DBI episode. But next week on on this show, Caden is going to review his experience at PCW show which is at the same day and at the same time as this show. And I'm going to talk about my experiences at the Wayne County WrestleFest. And not to uh, discredit them or anything, or give you, at least give you the information if you want to know. PCW War of Attrition, it's a one-night tournament to crown their first tag team champions. Includes teams as the Hysteria, Locked and Loaded, Nate Matson, and Bruce Gray, and the Kroger Brothers. And I believe the Philly Marino experience are also a part of that. And then again, I am looking at an abbreviated version of the flyer, so let's, in all fairness, pull up the full flyer. So yes, the Krogers, the Kroger Brothers, Black Hand Society, Sonny Defarge, and Cornelius Crummels, like I said, the Philly Marino experience, and Nate Wings and Aaron Williams a part of this tournament. There's also a welterweight championship match, Jonathan Grisham versus Ace Perry, and the PCW Premier Championship match, Andrew Palace versus Chris LaRusso. That was also this Saturday, September 30th. Doors open at 6, bell time at 7. And you can catch live tweets from this show at Wrestling Cheers. And you can also catch live tweets, maybe live tweets, we will see, from the OCW Wayne County WrestleFest. The only th- reason why I say we'll see is Signal. Caden, I know, gets Signal at Turner's Hall. I've never been to the Midwest Community Center in Dalton, Ohio. Also comes up on the event page as the YMCA in Dalton, Ohio. So if I can get live tweets out, I will. If not, expect post-show tweets of results. There could be a very good chance that on Wrestling Cheers on Twitter, you will see two events live tweeted at the same time. And that will be a first time ever. Last time we tried, I didn't get signal at the OCW arena. So I did it post-show. But that's what we have going on. I am working on interviews at this show this Saturday. Uh, I don't publicly release that stuff until I'm confident that it's going to happen or it's been recorded. But I do have an interview lined up for the OCW show, and I have an interview lined up for the DBI and how I'm working things out. Because with AIW taking two months off, that really cuts into things that I'm going to have to talk about. I'm not like AIW and their podcast, and I'm able to talk about things going on within the company and going at looking at past shows or past things and that they can do, which I hey, hats off to them. I love I love what they do. Actually, got a myself and Caden got a mention on the recent show where they reviewed Wrestle Rager too. So definitely go over there and check them out. And if everything works out between now and hell on earth, I have all but two weeks planned on what the episodes are going to be and not naming any of the interviews that I have, but there, there will be the episode next week where we go over OCW and PCW shows. Also, I will have a, re- I'm planning on having a review episode of the DBI, DBI six that we are, Hey, let's, let's, let's get more into. And as we get into the main event, the main part of the show. And once again, the sixth annual Dustin Batdorf Invitational 
Dropkick Addiction, a community event to promote drug awareness, Saturday, October 14th, 2017, at the Rock Gym and Activity Center in Canal Fulton, 709 Elm Ridge Avenue, Canal Fulton, Ohio. Doors open at 5, event seating is at 6, and bell time is at 7 p.m. Family-friendly event activities include costume contests, which they just recently announced, uh, and they said that they're excited to announce the first ever DVI costume contest, which will be held at the show. They encourage all of the fans to dress up and have some fun. Candy and awards will be awarded throughout the event. Come dressed as your favorite pro wrestler for a chance to win a very special prize. There's also food and raffle prizes and, of course, live pro wrestling. And I understand to explain about the raffle prizes is with your ticket, like I did mention earlier, you know, tickets are $15. This includes a $5 or five raffle tickets where there's a bunch of baskets lined up and you put your raffle ticket in the one in the ones that you want to try to win you can put all five in one you can mix it up you can put one in five different baskets you want completely completely up to you and they have you know drawings for the baskets throughout the the show and you know you win you walk out with with one of these baskets i believe i have heard that the minimal value is Oh, I don't want to misquote it. I read it on Facebook. I want to say maybe $50, but a lot of them exceed that. Or was it 30 but most of them exceed that or something. It, basic, it's still, you, you walk in, you pay $15, and you have a chance to walk out with a raffle prize. And also, not mentioned on the flyers, something that I enjoy and you, you'll hear in this episode, is that you get a free shirt. Right beside me, I am sitting beside my closet and my shirt collection, and I have well over 200 shirts so $15 five entries into raffles and a shirt $15 is so so worth it and it's for a great cause you'll hear a lot in this episode of me talking about and not even me just uh, a guest talking about the epidemic of opiate addiction and you know I've known people who have overdosed and lived I've known people who've overdosed and died don't really mention on the episode but you know I have a friend who's in jail in prison because of heroin this isn't something that was as big five years ago six years ago seven years ago and now you know it, it is what it is today and it's sad so i know it's tough to probably come to this show because i did just find out that roh is going to be in columbus and kenny omega is going to be there and even me he's like damn i kind of wish i could go to that now because i really want to meet kenny omega and i missed out on my chance of meeting marty scroll at wrestlemania weekend or uh not wrestlemania weekend but the roh show fun note though i did pass him at wrestlecon which was pretty cool um but back to this, back to this, this fun show. Like I said, tickets, $15, includes all that stuff. Kids get in for free. If you want to know group rates, they are available by calling 330-323-7605. And there's going to be an after party, a great after party. I might be going to again this year, and that is at Quaker Steak in Lube in North Canton is the official after party location. So check out a great show. Try to win some raffle prizes. Get a free shirt or part of your ticket. Watch a great show. And let's go eat some wings afterwards. But let's hear more about the DBI from wrestlers who are not only going to be at and in this year's DBI, but they have been at every single DBI since the beginning. So let's get on to the interviews. And we'll start first with No Shame, Jimmy Shane. This is the most dangerous man in professional wrestling, Agent Orange Juice Jennings, the real OCW champion, and you are listening to Wrestling Cheers. And we're back on the podcast, and this episode talking all about the DBI. We have former DBI winner, none other than No Shame, Jimmy Shane. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on the show, especially talking about this wonderful event. And uh, sounds weird actually saying wonderful when I think about it, because like it's it's a great show, but everything that it's for, it's kind of like yeah, it's like it's wonderful that we're raising awareness for the yeah. drug addiction in this area. Yeah. So what what does this show mean to you? And you've you've been in a, at every single one. Yeah, I've been great. in every. Every single DBI, I'm one of the, quote, DBI all-stars, unquote, as they say. <laughs> and, uh, I'm actually, here's, can I brag about myself? It's fine. I, for, for, for I have the best finals. I've gone to the final two of the DBI twice. No one else has done that. I've lost okay. and I've won. So 
Because I'm, I'm pretty good is what I'm trying to Only say. Only one to be there twice, but you also, well, you lost once. Yeah, I lost once, but, you know, it's semantics, you know? Semantics. <laughs> and uh, uh, you you won the... Fourth VBAC. Fourth VBAC? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yep. That's what I thought. And uh, it's a great cause. It's my favorite show to do every year. Yeah. Because it raises awareness. It's, that's what I love about wrestling is it can help people. Yeah. You know, like, we come together. People are coming to see a wrestling show, and we don't preach at them about the cause. You know, like, we're not like, drugs are bad. Never do them. But it's raising awareness, like, hey... This has affected so many people. Like it's a terrible epidemic that's sweeping oh, across yeah. Northeast Ohio. Like, and, I, and I actually feel like the show started way before this epidemic was as big as it is now. Yeah. Now it's like in the past like, couple of years, it's been a huge, huge thing. But here's you know this type of cause, this type of show has been raising awareness for it for you know this is the the sixth time. Yeah. And it's I don't know, it just it really hits close to home. Like it's it's almost hard to go out there and perform after seeing yeah. some of the videos at the beginning of the show. Like be- because I mean, like you said, it's not necessarily you know drugs are bad. It's just more or less when you do drugs. There's these these other things you have to think about, mm-hmm. and it's also from the from the one show because last year was the first show I got to go to, and they brought out parents and family members yeah. of, of this, these kind of things. Like when I was growing up and going to school, the big thing was drunk driving. I mean, obviously that's still a thing today. Mm-hmm. And I actually lost a classmate right before my freshman year, and like that hit our school really hard. Yeah. So there was a thing senior year, every school in the area went and talking about you know don't drink and drive. It was always mm-hmm. came out the end of the year, right around prom season, and I feel like this is the same. Same thing, but with with drug addiction yeah. and just basically saying it's not necessarily yes. Don't just drink and drive. Don't do drugs. It's these are the repercussions of your life, and it's not just you. It's your family yeah. members, and I also think it's great because I feel like it helps provide support to those family members who are left mm-hmm. feeling this pain and everything. And it's, that's actually one of the great things is through the DBI, we've raised enough money to start Solace Stark County. Yes. It's a program that helps families dealing mm-hmm. with loss and stuff like that. So it's, it's exactly for that. It's it helps. It's just, that's what's great about it. Is it's not it's not just like we. I'm sound like a broken record now. It's yeah. not just preaching. Yeah. Don't do drugs. It's saying it affects everybody, and it's showing us how you can get helped. Yeah. Like, it's not just saying never do drugs. It's, hey, you did them. Here's an avenue you can take to fix things. Yeah. Like, and the thing that I noticed when I went was it's not the, the show isn't necessarily just for wrestling fans. Yeah, there's wrestling and that, that there's that aspect of it. But I feel like a non-wrestling fan can go in and enjoy the show just the same. Yeah, I really think they can. Like, we try to, it's not, you're not going to see Dean Malenko with the DBI. You know? No, like, no. It's, it's not hold for hold. It's we try to make it entertaining, you know, mm-hmm. like, and that's what I really pride myself on. Is I try to be the guy who's entertaining, the guy who people leave there talking about. That's, yeah, and not by having a five star match, but by doing something that gets average people being like, "Hey, that was fun," you know, that guy was funny. Yeah. Like, so, so because we're recording this so far out, do you know anything about any of your opponents or anything that you have going into the DBI? I actually don't know. I, here's what I would like. Okay. I'm gonna th- maybe throw out a challenge if okay. he'll accept. If, I'm not sure if he's free, but I'm throwing it out there. He, I had I tangled with him last year, okay. but I would love to see across that range for me Derek Direction in a one-on-one competition. We had Derek Direction on the podcast very recently as the time this airs, so it, it will be interesting to see if he's going to be there, if he accepts this challenge. I hope so, because if he does, he's got something coming, because special thing about DBI this year, yeah. normally it's at the River Tree in Jackson, not Jackson yeah. Township. This year, it's at the Rock in Canal Fulton. I'm from Canal Fulton. That's my hometown. Yeah. So I'm coming. I'm the hometown boy. I got a. I got something to prove tonight. And if I'm correct too, it's just it's it's still owned by the same church, as far yes. as I was told, mm-hmm. and it's right down the road. Yeah, it's it's, it's not on the like, same road. It's it, even yeah. Yeah, it's not like oh we, we got this whole new venue. It's it's owned yeah. this new town. No, just keep keep driving <laughs> further down the road. <laughs> and yeah. there it is. There's there's yeah. the venue. Not really that hard to find either. No, it's not hard at all. It's I used to go there. Me and Joey Rogers used to play basketball there as kids. Like so, it's gonna feel really special to me. Speaking of him, uh, just kind of something I thought of, you know, recently he got injured. Any update on him? Because he was also last yeah. year's winner. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's kind of sad that he'll, I think he'll be the first. Nope, Sherman Tank, when he won, he was injured for the third DBI. Okay. He won DBI two and was injured for third, but this is, Joey again won't be able to defend the honor of being the DBI champion, but I have talked to him and he'll be there. He's promised me That's that good. he's going to come. He's just now starting to walk again. Oh, he says wow. it's, it was a terrible fluke thing. He tore his ACL, MCL, and meniscus tendon all in one clean swoop, but he's got high hopes that he's going to be back, so I'm hoping. That was actually, that was my dream match for DBI this year. It was going to be me and him tag team. But okay. he had to go and get injured and ruin it. He's so selfish. <laughs> Such a freak accident, too. Yeah. Just all of a sudden went down. And mm. you hate to see those type of injuries, especially one that you can't really yeah, help. There's... It just, mm. boom, all of a sudden it, it goes out. Yeah. And that's how he actually told me that the doctor said it was going to happen. He just had his knees were bound to tear at some point. Yeah. So, and it's ironic because in high school I tore out my knee. Mm-hmm. And that's what the doctor told me was 
It was going to happen at some point, just genetics. Right. Uh, speaking of past DBIs, what have been some of your favorite DBI matches, some of your favorite opponents you've had? Since we're talking about them, the very first DBI, me and Robbie Starr went up against Joey, Joey Vengeance at the time okay. and Juice Jennings in a tag team match, and that is still one of my favorite tag team matches I've ever had. I've had I've had some good matches at the DBI. So they're some of my favorite matches. It might be because of the cause. Yeah. The first year, me against them, that was great. Second year, I actually wrestled Tank, and yeah. then we met again in the finals. That was an interesting event. Then third year, might be my favorite though that was me and marquee mikey d and okay. what we dubbed the last dance it was one of his last matches before he retired from wrestling okay and we went all out and it was a blast here i think i think it's on the dbi youtube if you search D- dustin batdorf invitational on youtube you'll be able to find that match we'll have to like i don't think i've seen it because uh, i'll send I've, you the link okay send me the okay. link uh, we'll, we'll, put, we'll share the link onto twitter where people can find out this yep. this great match um any uh, final thoughts or plugs you want to throw out? Uh, I, just, I hope to see everybody there at the DBI this year. Like, I, yes. since it's in my hometown, I'm taking it personal. The draw, like, oh, I yeah. need to see people there. I want, I want it packed. I want this oh, to yeah. be the highest attendance we've had at the DBI this year. So, please, I believe it's. I should know this. DBI wrestling on Twitter. I believe so, but <laughs> sounds with, right. <laughs> I know the Instagram is Dropkick Addiction. Drop kick addiction mm-hmm. the other one i, I want to say it's dbi underscore wrestling i'm probably wrong it's possible it's <laughs> well i know we have been sharing a lot of stuff i mean as of this recording and as things mm-hmm. go on when i see stuff we we, we will be promoting because it's like i've said such a great cause yeah. well i'll i'll plug myself uh, that's definitely no at, shame in that at jimmy shane i'm simple just no numbers no spaces no letter well there's letters well yeah there's it's, letters it just has yeah. to be letters if you, yeah. you have no numbers no spaces no underscores it's just yeah. there's no nothing nothing yeah. just at jimmy shane okay i've been lucky enough to get that so on twitter instagram snapchat you can find me all over all right all right thank you very much thank you for having me what's up everybody it's all ego eat the page and you're listening to wrestling cheers all right and we're back now with robbie star and i think of everybody we have on here scheduled you are the only person who has yet to win the dbi (laughs) that is true um I've been uh, involved in the DBI for the past five years. This will be my sixth year. And I've come close yeah. a couple times, um, but I have, n- I have yet to win it. Uh, I plan to make to change that this year, though, definitely. You said you've been involved with it for so long. What does the, the DBI mean to you? Um, the DBI, I feel, is a great cause. Um, the epidemic of drug addiction here in Ohio and mainly really all around the United States is a very big epidemic and uh just to do a little bit and perform and raise money to help that awareness is something that's you know definitely special to me and i know it's special to uh, a lot of other people just by the outpour of the love and support and all the people that actually come to the dbi Mm -hmm. so i'm sure they appreciate it and you know i appreciate being involved and being asked to be involved in the in the show itself so i like going back to you being involved since the beginning of it uh what has been some of your either favorite matches and how far have you gotten like what's what's the farthest uh i've been well they've they've done the show different uh pretty much every year um i've been in the final match before um i've come i've been in uh i've been in two chances to make the final match uh and i came really really close I remember, I think it was last year, the year before, I, I it was like a, I don't know, maybe a 12-man battle royal, but I was on, on a kick, and I was all fired up, and I said, I threw, a, you know, 40 people over the top rope and won, yeah. and that was kind of one of my favorite moments where I did that kind of promo backstage, and so that was really one of my favorite matches. Another one that sticks out to me is wrestling uh, Joey Vengeance. I, there's some really cool pictures online uh, of me versus him, and uh, that one was a really good match. I like that one a lot. Um, tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself too, because uh, well, I'm Robbie Starr. Uh, I've been wrestling this. I'm in my 13th year. I started in 2004. Okay. Um, trained under Big Guns uh, Jeff Cannon at the Pro or Big Guns Pro Wrestling Academy down in Coshocton, Ohio. I've been with Ohio Championship Wrestling uh, for my tenure. My, my whole career, um, wrestled some legends, some stars, um, some Hall of Famers. Um, I'm typically, or I'm currently working for Ohio Championship Wrestling, New Ohio Wrestling out of Columbus, 
and world classic professional big time wrestling um, south of Columbus and west of Columbus, run by uh, Bobby Fulton of the Fantastics. I have heard of that. I, I think right now too, I know with uh, New New Ohio Wrestling. I have to always think before I say it. Yeah, uh, getting on uh, like some of the older tapings, and everything have been getting on Fight TV and getting yeah. that kind of out there. And then they're not just twenty minute, half hour episodes. I mean, the one that I checked out was like two hours long. So it's, right, you're, right, and, and it's Fight TV is free. Yeah, that's that was the cool thing about it. I didn't really know anything about the app and just being involved in uh, now wrestling, New Ohio wrestling. Uh, I checked it out and I didn't even realize it was free. Um, and then I got on it and I was like, man, this is really cool. And they, yeah, it's a really good product. So. Uh, if any, you know, listeners are looking for some free wrestling, you can just definitely check, check out, uh, the fight TV app. It's F I T E and, uh, it's, it's free to download. And there's some stuff that you do have to pay for on there, but there's yeah. some other stuff like uh, new high wrestling. That's, uh, it's all free. So it's, it's pretty cool. And like I said, with that, it's that episode's Well, the one I checked out, I think was the second one was two hours long. Yeah. So even as a free show, and I think that I love about it too is you can nitpick around the country right. and just watch shows from people you've never heard of. And actually, I've seen it to where late, like I'll watch an old episode. I think it was like whatever the one in Pittsburgh is, PWX. Okay. I always screw up on that one, and that's where I first seen uh, Jack Pollock. Okay. And then now I see him more everywhere, and obviously okay. with Ohio Championship Wrestling right. now too with Jackson Argos. Like that's another. Right, right, right. Yeah, Argos has kind of made a name for himself. I don't know if it's because he's run runs his mouth so much or what, but Both. he's all over social media. He's making a name for himself. Uh, and uh, I'm scheduled actually to go against him tonight. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll see if he can put his money where his mouth is. All right, um, Robbie Star, do you have any uh, final plugs or final thoughts on the, the DBI itself? Uh, the DB. Well, yeah, we're at Buzzman tonight, but at, for the DBI, uh, you can definitely check it out at DBI Wrestling or DBI underscore Wrestling. Yes, <laughs> uh, on Twitter. Uh, I think it's Dropkick Addiction on Instagram. Um, it's a great show. It's going to be in Canal Fulton this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, it was in Jackson Township uh, at the River Tree Church, but it's at the Rock and Activity Center uh, in Canal Fulton. So a little, little further down the road, but not far out of the way at all. Uh, definitely come on out. It's October 14th, yep. 2017, and uh, definitely going to be a good time. I hope to see a lot of people there. All right. Thanks, Robbie. Thank you. <laughs> Back on the podcast, and we're sitting here with, as of this recording, don't want to jinx anything, the the OCW champion, Dark Star, Dark Star Matt Taylor. Longest running OCW. Longest running. How, how many days we had of that? Oh, I think we're over 800 now. Over 800. That's, yeah. Because I was recently looking back at some old flyers. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was, he's been champion for a while. <laughs> a really long time. A really long time. And let's hope, you know, knock on wood, for the foreseeable future. Because <laughs> I think you and Jimmy Shane both are, have been yes. long like, I think he's, he's seen the 600. No, he's actually or, held that title longer than I have mine, so he's... Oh, he's, he's the yeah, long... Yeah. Okay. He's the longest reigning OCW champion of all time, actually. Okay. Yeah. And well, my man. best friend. Okay, because I was say, maybe <laughs> maybe he would lose it, and then you would get get the nah. get the record, but... Yeah, it's fine. It's great. Whoever has it, it's fine by yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the the DBI yes. and er- everything when it comes along with that, and you are a former win- uh, yes, I am. winner. You were year... I was the, the third winner. Third winner? Okay, yeah. Yes. Third, third. Uh, yeah, the, the DBI, the... That is, uh, out of everything I've done in my career, that's, like, the one thing that I hold, like, most, like, dear to me because it's yeah. such such a great cause, you know. Yeah. You, you're, we're, Ohio, sadly, is the highest rate of, you know, drug abuse and yeah. death rate that, that, you know, comes along with it and everything. So the, the, the DBI is designed to, you know, create awareness for that and, you know, put, shine a light on it that things that people don't normally want to talk about. So it's more than a wrestling show to me. It's just something, you know. Yeah. It's very special. It's like even when I say with uh, Jimmy Shane, but this predates the when the big epidemic was yeah. for, for heroin because or just any uh, drug addiction in general. Right now, obviously, this area in Ohio, Absolutely, it's yeah. just running wild. And before everybody was paying attention to it, like this show was all about you know helping you know raise awareness and trying to get people off yeah. of drugs and, like that. Know, it's just really it's one of those things that you don't want to pay uh, you know attention to, but it's gotten so out of hand that it's yeah. something that we really have to now, and it's just it, it's sad, man. Really, and it's just, and unfortunately, there's so many people that this hits 
close to home with, and yeah. that's why you know we we started this. So yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what does the DBI mean to you as as a wrestler, as a human being? What like, however <laughs> you want to look at that. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's uh, it's special. It's just one of those things that it's one of those shows that you hope that you never had to do, but I'm yeah. glad that we do it. You know, it's like I said, it's one of those things that hits really you know close to us because it is personal and the namesake of it, you know, and everything. It's yeah. just it's one of those things. It's just it's one of those shows that I just I would do no matter where I was I would drop you know everything just so I can be here to mm-hmm. help support this cause and hopefully man just try to help people because that's what it's all designed for you know it's not it's designed to raise money and help people get the help that they need and everything yeah. so yeah how many years have you been involved with the uh, DBI from the very first one so pretty much the, the whole course of the show I think everybody that we have on are the the as Jimmy Shane said the all stars yeah people who have been there since the beginning been there, and been, it. Been, <laughs> yeah. been there we've had Robbie Sauron well, yeah. Sorry, Robbie. <laughs> he's he's the current I know, exception. I know that hits home with you, can boys, Robbie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that is going to be on the show yeah. that has a one. So yeah, yeah it was maybe sucks. you know it's this could it's, be the it's year. A new year. It could be his year. You don't know. And then we don't have the defending champion in it this year, right? Because of, of an injury, yeah, we were we were informed he will be there, right? So that that is that is very good news to hear. Absolutely, yeah. And then, what has been some of your favorite matches that you've been involved in when it comes to the DBI? Oh, the DBI. Uh, I had a match with Aaron Williams uh, the year before I won, so the second one. That was great. Yeah, I I love that match. Then the first year I wrestled Matt Mason, which was okay. a lot of fun, but then, you know, obviously the the the, the year I won, the, okay. the finals, it came down to me and me, Ron Mathis and a, and, a, and a few others, and it was just a blast, so. I almost forgot fun. about Matt Mason, because yeah. one of his la- one of his last matches, I thought, was was it? Fun fact, that was his second to last match. He actually yes. got uh, hurt in that match Yeah, with me, and then it took him a, a year to come back, and then he... Something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then he wrestled Robbie, and then that was it. Yeah, because I remember he had two bookings that night, and mm-hmm. was here in Cleveland. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden, like he shows up, or we hear like, yeah, he's he's injured. Like this happened yeah, at DBI. Those, yeah, that's one of the things that you never want to be like a part of. Because I remember distinctly how it happened. He, he jumped out with a, a dive, and we land, and I, I can just see him, you know, yeah, pulling his arm. It's one of those things that you hate to be a part of, and everything like that. So it's Def- unfortunate. definitely yeah. miss that guy. It, it sucks yeah. that you know, people have to retire like that. Right, absolutely. I think another one of my favorites. was was uh, Jeremy Madrox. Yes. Or Maddox. Maddox. Madrox. Maddox. Maddox. Madrox, yeah. Madrox. So, I forget because it's been a while since yeah. how he pronounced it, but yeah. I know he was another guy plagued with injuries, and I think it was actually what he retired, came back for a brief period of time, and then retired again. Uh, yeah, he just, I think, Jeremy was, uh, he's... He's a, a a a great friend of mine. He's just I think he just kind of uh, he did everything that he kind of you know wanted to do. So it was just one of those yeah. things. He just kind of you know. I know he's over very, it. yeah very selective. Like I think I know he was in last year's. Yes, and I had a great conversation with him post show. Yeah, great great seeing that guy again. Yeah, great uh, dude. any uh, final thoughts or anything on the on the DBI that you'd like to express and any uh, plugs that you like to get yeah, out there for I yourself? Mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, anyone listening to this, if you haven't gone and you have you know the ability to come, and if you only like travel to one show you know a year and everything this should be it because you're raising money like all the the money goes to help people who are you know who are struggling with this addiction and the families and everything so come here watch some great wrestling support a great cause you know just once you come you see the passion that everyone has and everything it's just something so very special so if you haven't been a part of it by all means please come and then uh personal plugs you like to throw out there i don't do that often i don't like to talk about me um so i don't really know any you're not even really on social media that much. I'm not really. I, like I'm on there. I'll, I'll share a few things, and then that's... Like, I think the only thing I know you're that you're on, I know you're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter and Facebook. That's pretty much it. That's pretty yeah, much what I do. I try to keep low-key. Plus, DarkstarMT. DarkstarMT at Twitter. Yeah. And then look me up on, on Facebook and support. All right. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Thank you very much. Thank you so, so much for having me. It was a blast. So what do you get when you mix Mark Summers, Michael Malley, Stick Stickly, and Doug Funny? That's right. You get the Agro Crag Assassin, Derek Direction, and you're listening to Wrestling Chairs. And we're back on the podcast with the main event of this particular episode. And uh, it all hits all cl- so close to home with him. We have none other than the man that got screwed out of the OCW title here recently. The biggest screw job since Montreal. Get it right. I could I could believe that. Maybe even bigger. Probably. It was bigger. I'll go ahead and say it. It was bigger than the Montreal screw job. The Akron screw job will go down in history forever. Uh, Agent Orange, Juice Jennings. That's right. I'm here. In your ear holes. 
continues. Um, we're talking about on this episode mostly the DBI. That's right. Going into the sixth year of the DBI, mm-hmm. and this hits all close uh, close to home with you. Would you like to explain to everybody going into it? I don't want to leave yeah, off. Yeah, like absolutely. So- um, this is a little uh, peek into uh, the real Juice Jennings, so to speak. Yeah. Um, about well, six years ago in 2011, my little brother Dustin uh, Batdorf passed away from a heroin overdose. Um, and obviously it rocked my family uh, to the core like it would with any family. So um, we were all trying to deal with it in our own way, figure out how we're going to move on and, and, and kind of use this in our lives. Um, obviously, my love is professional wrestling, so I wanted to somehow use that as a way to help myself get past it and also help others, too. So that led to um, the first ever uh, DBI, which is the Dustin Batdorf yeah. Invitational. Um, that was that following year, and uh, it's all for um, drug addiction uh, services, and uh, it's a charity event. It's a fundraiser. It is to promote education. Uh, so it's using pro wrestling um, for its most positive a- aspects, and that's uh, storytelling, good guys versus bad guys, bringing people in the door, getting them to open up. Up about um, the main uh, focus of the whole night, which is drug education and uh, making sure that we can try to cut back on the losses of uh, overdoses in Ohio, because uh, unfortunately, Ohio does lead the entire United States yeah. in overdose deaths. And like this, you know, became a problem long before. I mean, it was a big epidemic, but like when this, I already mentioned on the show here with DBI starting, that was way before it was the big epidemic that it is now. It is, it has grown, I don't say by leaps and bounds, but I mean, it's, it's, it's become even worse. I mean, it was already a- more young people die from. Um, opiate overdoses than car crashes. Wow. Which was the uh, number one killer of young people years ago, car crashes. Yeah. Now now it's it's opiate overdoses. It's something that, I, that I've mentioned too is how when I was growing up, it, the whole thing was, you know, drunk driving. The, there was none front of 21 rallies and I had, a, mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine who died in a car accident sure. right before our freshman year and that hit my hometown, my every everybody who knew him really, really hard and I feel like the DBI is the equivalent to the none front of 21 rallies we would go to where it's like we're talking about not just like don't do drugs but hey this is some of the real consequences behind mm-hmm. it and also people who have lost loved ones have are a part of the show yeah absolutely we're trying to educate people so they never have to deal with it in the first place we're also providing a sense of closure or therapy for people who have lost loved ones uh, you've been to events in the past yeah we uh, our opening ceremony always gets a lot of uh, praise for being uh, really impactful yeah uh, we have mothers and uh, parents who have lost children yes. to um to overdoses they're in the ring um we put a picture of the person they lost on the big screen and then we told the bell for each person who were, were uh, celebrating their life so it's like a 10 bell salute uh, that you've seen before but it's basically unfortunately it takes more more tolls than 10 yeah um we were up to 13 or 14 because uh, we had so many people on board and again you see that the ring is filled with people who've been who've been directly impacted by by addiction and, and they don't they're sitting in the same uh, seat i am now there's uh, an empty seat at our uh, table on thanksgiving uh there's yeah. you know a big hole in our family that we'll never unfortunately be able to fill again I, i've got a, a child he's my little boy jack he's gonna be two pretty soon and he'll never know his uncle and my and yeah. my brother dustin will never meet his nephew and that's it really sucks you know so um that's what we're trying to do we're just trying to use professional wrestling and, and get people opened up to listening because a lot of people don't think this is is, a, is an issue. It is an epidemic. People are talking about it. It is getting more coverage than it ever has, but it is that thing that kind of gets swept under the rug, too, because people just don't know, and I can personally uh, vouch for that. Just I didn't know anything before I was forced into yeah. this situation, unfortunately, but now I know more than I ever thought I would. I know that me personally, I thought, when I thought of a heroin addict, I thought of some dirty, homeless-looking guy in an alley, and yeah. that's just not the case at all. Uh, these are people that, again, heroin is just another, it's a cheaper form of, of opiates, which is... Uh, uh, prescription pain medication like Vicodin and Percocets, things like that. That's where people are getting hooked. These uh, athletes who are getting injured yeah. in sporting events, these uh, soldiers who are overseas and get injured, you know, fighting for us. They come back, but then there's no help for them to kick the dependency for these uh, opiates that, that they're prescribed by a doctor. These aren't yeah. illegal drugs. Um, we've got kids in high school who don't think that this is dangerous. It's they're thinking mm-hmm. this is medicine. This is my grandma's medicine that was. Uh, you know, written uh, a prescription by a doctor. So how can yeah. it be bad? They're raiding the medicine cabinets and they're getting high on these these uh, prescription medications. Eventually, all this stuff costs so much money that what happens is they end up going to heroin because it's the, the closest thing they can find. It's a much cheaper alternative. It's readily available no matter where you live. Trust me, you can buy heroin in your town. Yeah. And, um, and again, you're just rolling the dice. Once you get to that point, it is literally Russian roulette. Every time you're shooting up, you are rolling the dice and you could suffer an overdose. If no one's around to give you uh, proper assistance, you're going to 
die. I think, you know, back around the time this first started, like, I don't think I knew anybody who was affected with it or who, who had that type of addiction. Not that I knew of. Yeah, you'd then, be surprised, right? It, it's, it's seen so many people over the past couple years. I feel like everybody probably knows somebody. I guarantee at least everybody one. knows somebody. Even if you don't know, I guarantee someone in your life has struggled, uh, yeah. is struggling with, with uh, prescription medication addiction. Um, so that's why it's so important to really get it out there and make people aware. And it's... What I was saying was actually, I mean, that whole thing, but I feel like now we're to a point where everybody knows at least one person who has. Absolutely. Who, and who you, has died just look at the it. obituaries, as grim as that sounds. Look at the yeah. obituaries. If you see a young person who says they passed away suddenly or unexpectedly, yeah. it doesn't say why. Because usually, again, it's it's looked down on. People uh, put this, you know, sweep it under the rug. But I'm telling you, that's what it was. If they don't say, it's because the family's too ashamed to say. Um, and that's what it is. Just look at the, any obituary. You're going to find one young person who they passed away unexpectedly and they don't say why but i'm telling you why that's what it was yeah tell us some of your favorite uh, experiences that you've had being involved in being a part of the dbi uh, the dbi is unlike anything and i'm talking fast because we're about 10 minutes away from the show starting so <laughs> yep <laughs> um the dbi is like, not like any other show you've ever been to it is not it is not a non-promotional show where it is not an ohio championship wrestling show it's not an aiw show it's not a rock star show or a war show it's yeah. literally the closest you're going to get to an ohio all-star all-star event yeah. Uh, because there's guys from every corner of Ohio and beyond, uh, Michigan, Canada, uh, the Carolinas, New York, PA, they all come because they believe in it. And, and, I have, and I'm cool with telling everybody that no one gets paid at the DBI. It is a voluntary thing. The wrestlers get uh, T-shirts and hoodies and food, and they get to have a good time and know they helped out. But it's them choosing to donate their time uh, for the enjoyment of the fans. So everybody, sponsors, everyone donates. That's what it is because it's all about raising money for um, for the cause. But again, you see guys like Ricky Shane Page versus Ron Mathis in a Falls Count Anywhere match. That mm -hmm. never happened before. I think it's happened since, but that was the yeah. first time ever. Um, you know, you guys who are uh, the champions of other promotions who may never cross paths, they, they're going to wrestle at the DBI. Yeah. Guys who you won't see in Northeast Ohio just because they stick around Dayton or Detroit or whatever, they make their way over for a good cause like this. Yeah. So again, there's so many good moments I can think of that, that you won't see at any other. We've had uh, old wrestling exhibition matches where yes. <laughs> uh, Valentino and Fontaine, they, they brought the old wrestling uh, style to, to the DBI. Yeah. And it was unlike anything we've ever seen before. Um, um, I don't know. And I'm kind of blanking. Uh, Caden Assad trying repeatedly in one night to get involved in the DBI because he wasn't booked. Uh, being carried out by security. I think it was what, last year, wasn't it? Or uh, it was two years, years ago? A year or two ago. Wearing a, a fake nose and glasses in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to get in the get in the in the ring. So uh, Jock Sampson, who couldn't win the battle royal, so he kept, kept coming out in different masks as uh, different luchador names, kept yeah. trying to win the battle royal. Uh, just things you, you've never seen anywhere else. It's 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 just a playful atmosphere. We're trying to make sure everybody has fun. There really is something for everybody. Even if you don't like pro wrestling, there's raffle prizes, there's food, there's games. We're gonna have even more this year. I think we're gonna have the big inflatables for kids to jump on okay uh we've got you know local celebrities like uh radio djs we're trying to work with uh maybe i shouldn't say this yet but we're trying to work with the canton uh the canton charge to get some players or some dancers or the mascot there yeah. uh you know we're trying to do what we can to uh to get people excited about it so again even if you're not a wrestling fan come just for the just for the spectacle itself i think one thing i love seeing as a fan is you see a lot of people who are involved in the dbi wear their shirt from a year over and over again like one of the biggest person i'll ever i've ever seen it is uh benjamin boone i see him wear his shirts like a badge of honor yeah absolutely many different places and it's one of those great things to see because you know about that and it's helping that maybe even spread word like what what's this kind of show like, oh yeah this show? fantastic never, i was at this is probably the following the second or third dbi uh, i was at kennywood out past pittsburgh yeah. the amusement park out there we're walking down between rides with my wife and i see some 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 guy walk past me with a dbi shirt on that's that's pretty cool <laughs> and i'm like well look at that so who knows maybe he was from around our area i don't know but just that's how far it reaches and uh, i've seen um guys who have they take that the shirts with them on the road and i see him post a picture i'm in las vegas repping the dbi i'm you know overseas repping the dbi um, and it's just as, as little as wearing a shirt, it may have someone say, what is that? What is that? Uh, what's that all about? Mm -hmm. And then you can tell them and it may, you know, it, you never know who you're going to help out. So let's uh, wrap this up because we are getting close to bell time. But mm -hmm. tell uh, one more final thing of like what this means to you and just one final pitch to the crowd. Because it's something that I am I love. It was I spent years trying to get to it, just never sure. lined up. And I know last year I finally was able to come. And then now I'm trying to make it a yearly thing. Well, even good. my girlfriend, who's not even a big wrestling fan, she loved that show. And she was asking me all spring, when's that church show? When's that church show? Like she doesn't follow that much wrestling. But not, like now she's she wants to go to this particular show. If you, go to, if you just go to 
this wrestling show every year. I want you to go to wrestling shows every Saturday, every weekend. I want you at wrestling shows everywhere. Any show you can find, I want you to go. But if you only make it to one, I, I hope it's the DBI. So um, really quick, I'm going to go through and read the – actually, I'm going to hand this off to uh, to you so you can read it off. i got to go beat somebody up. So thank you very much. I'll see you later. All right. I'm the real OCW champion. Don't believe the hype. The conspiracy is real. And once again, that information is the 6th Annual Dustin Batdorf Invitational Dropkick Addiction, a community event to promote drug awareness, Saturday, October 14th, 2017, at the Rock Gym and Activity Center in Canal Fulton, 709 Elm Ridge Avenue, Canal Fulton, Ohio. Doors open at 5 p.m. Event seating is at 6 p.m. And bell time is at 7 p.m. You can get a lot of information for it at facebook.com slash Dustin Batdorf Invitational. The family-friendly entertainment includes costume contest, food, raffle prizes, and of course, live pro wrestling. Tickets are $15 for adults, and it includes five raffle tickets. Kids get in for free. Group rates are available by calling 330-323-7605 for info. As of this recording, there isn't a link available to where you can pre-order tickets, but I do know that will be available very, very soon. So if you can, mark your calendars for this fantastic event. And if you can't be there, we will be live tweeting results as we always do. And you can catch the review of the DBI right here on the one and only Wrestling Cheers. And that will be the episode available on October 20th. And uh, as we wrap up this show, Check out all the great shows that we have on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, European Uppercut, The Tuts Experience, Luchat, CFL Easy Picks, What's on Fight, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on Siren FM, TTN at the Movies, Shut the Fuck Up, and my other show, Hanging with Heavy. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Wrestling Cheers on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Podbean. If you want to get a hold of us, it's easy to do so and follow us on social media. It's also very easy. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers, and Wrestling Cheers at gmail.com. And please check out friends, the many friends that we have of this show. Macho Men Radio, Chris Clem's Cavs Cast, Wingcast, a wingman podcast with Steve Guy. Let the hate flow through you with Jeremy Shear, Pod Van Dam, The Road Home from Wrestling, Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Check out the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs, and the one and only thrift store jobber. Check out his Etsy store and follow him on Twitter and Instagram. That will do it for us here at Wrestling Cheers. This Saturday, going to be at OCW for that fantastic show. Hopefully have an interview lined up, maybe even squeeze in another one. Same with the DBI, got an interview lined up, hopefully squeeze in another one. But hope to see you at a live wrestling show, if not even OCW. Maybe Caden can catch you at PCW. Next week, we'll be back with reviews on both of our shows. And let's just wrap this show up with, thank you for listening to us on the brand new Training Topics Network. This is Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And sometimes we are all trying to drop kick addiction. <laughs> <laughs>